Ohio's coronavirus state of emergency is officially over. Cuyahoga County Executive Armin Budish unilaterally decided to give $3.4 million to university hospitals and won't say how he made that decision. And Russian hackers struck hard at a couple of Northeast Ohio school districts. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, June the 18th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio's coronavirus state of emergency is over. Governor Mike DeWine announced Thursday that he was lifting the order that originated March 9th, 2020, as well as the last visitation orders related to nursing homes and assisted living facilities. These two orders are among the last coronavirus-related executive orders. In recent months, vaccinations have increased and cases, hospitalizations, and deaths have decreased. Orders have slowly wound down, including on June 2nd, when the statewide mask mandate, social distancing rules, and restrictions on restaurants and bars were lifted. The administration of Cuyahoga County Executive Armand Budish won't say how or why it gave $3.4 million to university hospitals from the county's opioid settlement with drug maker Johnson & Johnson. Awarding large sums of money is usually decided through a formal selection process that requires final approval from the county council. But the Budish administration says he has the legal authority to make some settlement-related decisions without consulting the county council. The award is for a treatment and recovery program for babies and mothers exposed to opioids. County officials didn't answer questions about why the county selected UH over other hospitals or nonprofits equipped to serve opioid-exposed babies and mothers. For example, MetroHealth, the county hospital, recently opened Mom's House to support pregnant mothers. A MetroHealth spokesman told Cleveland.com that the hospital was not aware of the county soliciting proposals from any providers of such programs. The county council, which generally votes on all county allocations, was unaware of what Budish did and now seeks a legal opinion on whether he exceeded his authority. Russian hackers looted $471,000 from Avon schools in just hours one day in 2017 in a series of illicit wire transfers from the district's bank accounts. The next day, they tried for nearly $700,000 but were unsuccessful. Nearly two years later... They hit Coventry schools, damaging the Summit County District's computers and sending students home for a break before the end of the year. Details about these attacks and who led them recently emerged in federal charges filed in Cleveland involving TrickBot, an international cybercrime network that infected millions of computers globally and seized tens of millions of dollars from unsuspecting banks, governments, and businesses. A federal grand jury in Cleveland recently indicted a 55-year-old Latvian national on 19 charges, including bank fraud, wire fraud, and multiple counts of conspiracy involving TrickBot. Providing low-income families with affordable Internet has become a priority across America, yet the American Rescue Plan and its $1.9 trillion in pandemic-fueled funding does little to help the cause. 
That's of grave concern to organizations such as the Greater Cleveland Partnership, among several organizations in Northeast Ohio, working to close the digital divide in one of the least connected regions of the country. The problem lies with Joe Biden's Treasury Department, which formed interim rules that govern use of Rescue Act money. One stipulates that Rescue Act money cannot be used to extend broadband service as long as a wired option already exists nearby. A second rule makes expansion prohibitive because it requires the money to be spent on delivering a premium level of service far exceeding the federal standard, a requirement that is not practical when providing adequate and affordable service in unserved areas. Cities and counties, including many in Northeast Ohio, are counting on federal and state help to close the digital divide so that families will no longer struggle to connect remotely to their schools or obtain telehealth counseling. Ohio cities, counties, and health boards have started their own incentive programs to vaccinate residents, offering everything from free McDonald's meals to cash and even passes to a shooting range. While incentives may not change people's minds if they've decided against vaccination, they do encourage people who just haven't gotten around to it. Two examples, Columbus City Council on Monday approved giving up to $100 to residents who get vaccinated. In Lorain County, people who went to one of two vaccination clinics in areas with low vaccination rates received $20 grocery gift cards. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. Have a good weekend. We'll be back on Monday.